Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. Don't be ashamed to invite people on a uh, Shekinah Glory service. You know, we were talking on the... uh, Thread, and I think Joby mentioned a Facebook thread for those who don't know what a thread is. It's a little message where a bunch of people can talk all on the same page. And um, but uh, Joby was saying something about the, you know don't be afraid to 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 get people to come out on a on a on a Shekinah Glory type of service because I think Brittany was at your first service, and the Holy Ghost didn't scare her away. You know what I mean? We, we, have to, we have to quit thinking like we're protecting people by, by keeping them away from the, the real deal type of stuff. You know what I mean? It's, it was the day of Pentecost where it was a wild time and people were going, going crazy and doing their thing. Amen. Just yielding to the Spirit. And yet 3,000 came to know Him. Amen. 3,000, that would be pretty good, amen? Hallelujah. So, so we can't be ashamed of the move of the Spirit. We can't be ashamed of the flow of the Holy Spirit. We can't be ashamed of, of the things that God's doing and just keep it for ourselves, amen? Pe- there's people that want it. Uh, there's, Shekinah Glory has a way of reaching the lost and reaching people who are looking for, for God. I mean, they just have an anointing about them that makes that easy. So I just want to uh, tail on the end of what Pastor said and just say, Bring them, bring them, whoever it is, amen. I've, I've got a several people that I've invited and uh, a couple more that I want to invite. Just invite them, amen. Throw the net out, amen. Throw the net out anytime you can. Hallelujah, God's good. Rachel's mom, we're working on her. Her first service was a Shekinah Glory service and people were taking off and running around the room and she said, I just thought that was wonderful. Well, praise God. She still talks about that service, actually. So it's still working on her. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're, we're keeping reeling her in. Amen. Praise God. But this is the type of thing that can shake people and change people and, and give them a taste of something different. Amen. Hallelujah. So praise God. He's good. Amen. Well, uh, there's, I've had some, uh, some things in my heart this, uh, for this evening. Just a, um, it's funny, pastors encouraging people on prayer. Well, that's what I want to talk about tonight is prayer. So, um, so there's just some things that God has stirred in me about prayer that I think would be a benefit for, for all of us to, to just kind of point us in, into, into um, fur, moving further, moving up higher in prayer. But let's, before we do that, let's just get started and, and just uh, pray. Amen. Father, we love you so much. We thank you. We honor you, Lord. You're so good. You're so grateful. We're so grateful that your goodness and your mercy endures forever. Father God, I thank you that you're patient with us. Father God, you're, you've been patient with us as we've, lear- as we've been learning, Father, as we've been growing. Father, your mercy and your patience and your long-suffering, Father, has been there with the Holy Spirit teaching us and guiding us and directing us, Father. And your Spirit's here tonight leading and guiding and directing us and illuminating the, the Word of God and causing things to become real and alive to us, Father, that maybe things that were, have been dead, maybe things that we've let go, maybe things that we haven't put 
and an importance on. But Father, tonight, Father God, your spirit is here for the sole purpose of taking the things that are yours and imparting them and transmitting them and revealing them and declaring them to us, Lord. Your spirit is here for that purpose. Glory to God. To take with what that, those things that are yours, Father. To take those things that are yours, Jesus, and depart and, and impart them, Father God, into us, Lord, and make them alive to us, Father. Your word and your spirit are working together in this day, Father God, to bring us up higher, to take us into the deeper things of your spirit, Father, to take us into, into more of what you have for us, Father God. We're not satisfied. We're not content with where we are, Father God. We want more of you, Father. We thank you tonight, and we just agree together one with another that we'll have more of you, Father, by the time we end, leave here than when we came in. We'll experience more of you. We'll understand more of you, and we'll, we'll have more of you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. You know, the thing, the thing about it is, is as, as I'm moving forward in the things of God and, and as I'm going after him, he keeps reinstituting some of the basics. Isn't that funny how, how he, uh, I was praying this week and he, sa- he said, I need you to dig in the word more. And I said, well, Lord, I've been digging in the word. And he said, yeah, but I need you to dig in more. I need a foundation for the next things that are about to be seen, for the next things that are about to be revealed. And then, and then again, this, like I said, he's been dealing with me about prayer and, in, and in, 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 uh, specifically praying in the spirit. Praying in other tongues and, 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 and speaking out the things, the things, you know, I was standing over here uh, uh, when, when we got into prayer a couple Sunday nights ago, was, how many weeks ago was that when you leaned over and said that to me? A couple weeks ago, anyways, and, and, and the Holy Spirit just said, said that I'm coming back for a glorious church. I'm coming back for a glorious church, and it's time for the church to begin to adorn herself like a bride waiting, waiting for the husband. Waiting for the groomsmen. And there's a lot of weird teaching about the church being a bride out there, you know, that, that, that you know, I'm, I don't really listen to or get, I've never really gotten into, but I know that, that it's out there. But there is a lot of imagery in the word about the church being a bride waiting for, waiting for the, uh, the, the groomsmen to come and, and get them. And, and, you know, as I was, as the Lord said that to me, he said, you know, you need, the church needs to begin to adorn herself with, with certain things that are attractive to the king coming, you know. We, we have, a, there's God's side and then there's our side. And we have to begin to take those things that, uh, that belong to us and adorn ourselves with them, make ourselves attractive, make ourselves the glorious church. It's God, you know, it's God that's willing and, and doing in us, but, but we have to cooperate with him. Amen. And so one of the things he said is he, uh, has he actually just going back, I was looking at the, um, the uh, kind of the word and the way that, the way that it talks about this, and it talks about uh, that we're kind of in that season of betrothment, and I didn't really know what that means, and 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 I've always heard well, it's like engagement, but you know as well as I do in America, engagement doesn't really mean that much. You know, somebody's engaged, the next minute they're not engaged, and you know, it's you're excited, but you really don't, you know, it's not not for sure. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, that's cute, maybe it'll last, we'll see. And, um, but, but betrothment, I wasn't looking at anybody, was I? Um, but betrothment, I didn't mean to if I was, uh, betrothment though, in, in the time when, when the Bible was written, it was, it was as legal and as concrete as, as the marriage ceremony. It actually was, was the done deal. And then the ceremony was just to make it basically 
public. But you, could, you, couldn't, um, you couldn't break off a, a betrothment except for going through the normal divorce process. It was the same, it, it was the same legally as, as a marriage. So anyways, that's just an interesting, interesting thing. You know, Jesus and us, we're, we're, in our, we're in our union. We're not with him like we're going to be, amen, but we are in the union together. We are his church, amen. We are his body, hallelujah. And, but the thing that, that he's coming back for a glorious church. Hallelujah. I said he's coming back for a glorious church. A church without spot or blemish, a church, a church that is full of the fire of the Holy Ghost, a church, glory to God, a body that is, that is doing the works that he has prepared beforehand that we should walk in him, in them. Uh, a body that looks like a mature Jesus, glory to God, moving and operating in this earth. He's coming back for that kind of church. Amen. He's looking, he's looking and saying, I'm waiting for the harvest to get ripe. Hallelujah. Because I need my, I need my church to be at full swing so that we can bring in as many people as possible he's not he's not slack as some consider he's not slack he's not waiting around just because he's got other things to do he's waiting for the right time the opportune time where the harvest is coming in glory to God like never before and it's beginning to do that all around the world and then he's also looking for his body glory to God the 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 Bible says that even the whole the whole world is waiting and on its tip tippy toes that one translation says waiting for the sons of God to come to their fullness waiting for the sons of God to walk like sons of God so that's what the Lord is waiting on he's looking for for his body glory to God to be a glorious church and he's looking for the harvest to come in amen and the and those two go go hand in hand together you're not we're not going to reap a harvest unless we are the glorious church and the harvest ain't going to come in if, if we're not looking like sons and daughters of the living God. Amen. But we are going there. We're looking like them more and more every single day. Glory to God. Thank God for the revival that's going on in this place. Thank God for the revival that's going on in this community. Thank God for the revival that's going on in this, in this state. Thank God for this revival that's been going on in this country that is going on. Thank God for the revival that's going on around the world. Amen. It's happening glory to God it is the time of revival amen and I will have revival I will you will if you determine glory to God you will have revival amen but one of the things that the Lord was telling me he said I need my church to adorn herself with the authority that belongs to her Mm. hallelujah you know there's something about an independent woman Hallelujah. Don't go there, Brother Philip said. Amen. That's probably wisdom. (laughs) But, you know, one of the things that attracted me to my wife is she was a strong-willed, independent woman. Amen. And sometimes sometimes I wonder if she she could just do without me altogether. But, but no, there, there was something attractive about somebody who had their stuff together knew where they were going, glory to God, and come, come hell or high water, they were going to get there with you or without you. Amen. All the ladies are shouting, amen. And, and they're, they're, the, the, the Lord is looking for a church that, that knows who they are. The Lord is looking for, for his church, his body. 
Woo, glory to God to begin to adorn herself with the authority that 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 he has paid for and given her. Glory to God. You know, I, I bought I bought my wife a ring. Amen. And I like her to wear it. Come on, somebody. I paid some money for a ring. Glory to God. And I like it when she's rocking it. Amen. Glory to God, because it, I look and I say, I got that for her. Hallelujah. That says that she's mine. Amen. Praise God that God gave her to me. Glory to God. And that ring signifies or looks like something to me. Amen. When I see that ring on her hand, glory to God, I look down and I see that hand. Praise God. I see that ring. Amen. I know, glory to God, that God gave her to me. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, in the same way, when God looks down at his people using the authority, glory to God, that he bought and paid for. Some, somebody say hallelujah. That he bought and paid for. Glory to God. When God, Jesus looks down on his bride, on his church, amen, and sees them rocking the authority, glory to God, that he paid a high price for, amen. It's something about it makes him attracted. Glory to God. It draws him closer. Glory to God. If I'm drawing close to him, he's drawing close to me glory to God and I tell you what there is an authority that the Lord has bought and paid for his body to use and to walk in that we've only just tasted a little bit of hallelujah Woo! I tell you what authority looks good on you Better than any ring, better than any necklace, better than any suit, better than any car. Authority, the authority that Jesus bought and paid for looks good on you. Hallelujah. It fits just right. Glory to God. It's custom made just for you. Amen. Hallelujah. And so when the Lord told me that, he said, he said, you know, I'm looking for my bride to begin to adorn herself with the authority that I bought and paid for. You know, it, I had to look and see, Lord, am I using the authority that you've given me? And I said, OK, you know, it's good when the Lord tells you something to, to search it out in the word. And it's good to 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 look, look, let him talk to you more about it. Amen. Don't just say, oh, thank God and go on about your day. Amen. When the Lord speaks something to you, it means he's trying to get something over to you. Amen. He wants he wants you to begin to step up in something. Amen. Hallelujah. So I so I begin to look, you know, look at the scriptures and 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 uh, and look at, at what his authority looked like. And, you know, one of the things that that I've noticed is is in prayer is one of the main ways we use our authority. Prayer is one of the main ways that we use our authority. Hallelujah. You know, we we can call in blessing. We can we can speak. We can speak those things into our lives. And we know that. But there but we've been doing a pretty good job on that. But it's in the 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 level of prayer. I, I don't know about you, but I know that God is calling me to step up in prayer. I mean, there is a call going out. Glory to God in the spirit. Step up in prayer. There's more prayer to be to be had. There's more prayer to be spoken out. Glory to God. And the reason that God needs that to happen is because that's where our authority lies. That's where our authority. See, we we God God has already redeemed us and, and paid for certain things that belong to us as individuals, as believers. And we can use our authority to call those things that to be in our lives. Amen. We know that. Praise God. But then there's a side. See, we we have to divide the things, the things. And this may be old news to, to you, but it's new news to me. So just rejoice with me. But we have to divide between what what things Jesus paid for in redemption. Those things are ours. They belong to us. We don't have to spend time praying those things out. 
Healing belongs to us. Blessing belongs to us. Being taken care of belongs to us. The things that the Gentiles seek, those things are added to us. Those things we don't have to spend a lot of time praying about or going after. I, I remember Dad Hagen saying, saying that he never spent time praying about those things. He just called them in. So, so, you know, I don't know about you, but, but you can sometimes waste a lot of time praying about things that already belong to you. Lord, Lord, Lord. And the Lord's saying, yeah, I've already taken care of that. That's yours. If you'd spend more time yielding yourself to me, praying for the things I need you to pray for, those things would go ahead and be added to you because you wouldn't care about them anymore. So you get your hands off of them and I'd be able to put my hands on them and bring them into your life. Come on, somebody. Seek first. Seek first. Woo. Seeking first means you're going after what he's going after. Glory to God. So there's things that, that belong to us, but then there's a whole nother side of prayer. Glory to God. You know, uh, Dad Hagen said, you know, we, uh, believers so often try to put all the, all the prayers in the same bag, you know, and, and you, can't, you can't play basketball with football rules, right? You can, but it won't be a very fun sport and nobody will know what's going on. And the results of the game won't be there, Right. But so, so we, we've got to rightly divide what, what we're praying about and, and the things that we need to be prayed out. God's got a whole side of things that he's desiring to do in this day and in this time. And he needs voices of authority to begin to pray out and to speak out like never before. Everything that God's going to do has to have a foundation of prayer for it to be built on. Or you could say it like this, God can do nothing unless man allows him on earth. I don't know why God limited himself to that. But that was his design, amen, and that's what he did, amen, and, 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 and Jesus won back the, the ability for us to have authority. And so God's just looking for those of us who will, who will let ourselves be used by his spirit, glory to God, and begin to pray out in, in the spirit, pray out in tongues, glory to God, and begin to declare the things and let God reveal something to you, amen. I'm telling you what, well, God's not revealing anything to me. Well, how much time are you giving him in prayer? Because I'm just telling you, you get over there and get start praying, amen, and get with God, hallelujah, things will begin to start being revealed to you. And you'll begin to know some things, and, this, and the sense of revival, glory to God, will begin to start to stir in you, hallelujah, and you'll begin to know some things about this revival, and you'll begin to know some things about what the Father's looking to do. The Bible says that the Spirit of God's been given to us to show us the things that are to come. Well, why is He given us the, to that, to uh, Him to show us those things? Is it just so we have have a, a, a Miss Cleo moment? No, it's because he's showing us those things so that we would know them and then we would use our authority by God, hallelujah, by the blood of Jesus and stand up, hallelujah, at the right hand of the Father, glory to God, where we're seated together with him and begin to declare some things that ought to be in this earth, glory to God. Begin to declare some things that ought to be in our families. Begin to declare some things that ought to be in our church. Begin to declare some things that ought to be in our community. Begin to declare some things that ought to be about our state. Declare some things that ought to be about our nation. Begin to declare some things that ought to be about the body of Christ at large. Glory to God. You have authority in this earth. Woo! 
He didn't raise us up to the right hand of the Father so that we could sit back and take a cat nap until he comes. Glory to God. We're here on a mission. We've got a work to do. And he said, if you want to follow me, you got you to gotta lay down that old life of yours, pick up your cross and follow me. Glory to God. Well, one of the ways that we pick up our cross and follow him is going after in the spirit the things that he wants to do. Hallelujah. That's what it's about. Hallelujah. So he's, he's reviving in us some things about prayer. Why? Well, we've been on a prayer mission around here for what, seven years? Almost eight years. And thank God I finally got it. Hallelujah. That's why, that's why you know, I'm, I'm thanking God. Thank God he's long-suffering. Thank God he's patient. Hallelujah. I've been singing that old song. I think Pastor Ike wrote, you're so merciful, you're so kind, slow to anger and patient all the time. Praise God. Thank God he is. Amen. Because sometimes it takes, uh, takes a little time for me to get things. But I tell you, once I get them, I begin to run with them. Hallelujah. Once I get, it doesn't matter if you've gotten it or not. You can make the choice, glory to God, to begin to get these things, to begin to go after these things. You are not too far behind. You do not believe the lie that you're too far. Well, they're all ahead of me. Look at old brother so-and-so. He's so, he's so far ahead. Sister spiritual, she's so far ahead. I'll never catch up. That's a lie from the enemy trying to keep you from catching up. But God said, if you'll just make a choice, hallelujah, if you'll just make the decision to begin to go after me, I'll catch you up. Glory to God. Because there's no distance in the, distance in the spirit. Amen. I tell you what, if you begin to yield yourself to the spirit, he'll make up and catch you up and restore the time I'm lost glory to God and you'll begin to see yourself the way that you really are and you'll begin to function in the way that he's made you to be and you'll be right up there with everybody else and maybe passing them up and going and leading the way for a little while there's no limit there's no boundaries in God and if we'll yield ourselves to the spirit of God he will take us there hallelujah so there's there's an authority that belongs to us and, and there's, there's things that we must speak out and pray out in order for this revival to begin to take the fullness of, of, what, of what it's supposed to be. And it won't happen unless we, we are, everyone is speaking out. You know, one of the things that, that the Spirit of God is, is just keeps revealing and saying is, is every voice matters. Every voice matters. God is no respecter of persons. He doesn't have favorites. Glory to God, except for we're all his favorites. We're all favored. Glory to God. We're all the ones that he's looking to use. Amen. He's looking to use me. He's looking to use you. He's not looking to use me more and you a little bit less. No, he's looking to use each and every one of us. And in fact, the reason he's looking to use each and every one of us is because he needs each and every one of us. He needs each and every, each joint supplies. What every part of the body working together comes to the fullness of the stature of Christ, right? And so every voice matters. You know, another lie that we fall for is, is thank God for sister so-and-so because she's up here praying all the time. I can just take a, take a little back seat, right? Anyone ever thought that besides me? God's got a special anointing for them to pray. So thank God for that. Hallelujah. I don't have to pray so much. Amen. 
that's the, I'll, I'll do this, I'll do the singing, I'll do the, the this, they'll do the praying. Now, now each, you know, God does, does work with people differently. We all know that. But don't let that be an excuse for you not to have a prayer life. Every voice matters. And, it, and, and you need to fellowship with him. You need to spend time with him. And yet you also need to take time to begin to speak and declare the things that God has for you to speak and declare. There's some things that you need to speak and your voice needs to declare that nobody else will be able to speak it and declare it like you. Every voice matters. And God's looking to use you. Amen. Um, turn over to Matthew chapter 16. We all know this, this verse. But yet it bears repeating. Let me turn over there as well. Your prayer life matters. Glory to God. You yielding to the Spirit matters. Hallelujah. It's not for somebody else. It's not for sister spiritual, amen. You are the body. You are part of the body, amen. And it says in verse uh, chapter 16, um, in verse 18, it says, And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. For I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And then uh, he went on to command his disciples some stuff. But notice that it said, whatever you, whatever you, well, he was talking to Peter. No, he's saying the gates of hell shall not prevail against who? The church. So he's talking to the body there. He's talking to the body. If the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church, he's not just talking about Peter because Peter ain't around no more. Come on, somebody. So that would mean then the gates of hell, once Peter's off the scene, the gates of hell would prevail against the church. No, that's not the way God set it up. That doesn't make any sense, right? If God had a chance to, to, to redo all this, you think he would do stuff like that? Come on. What kind of God do we serve? Amen. Sometimes I just get tickled with people's reasoning. But, um, but it says, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. You. Who's got the keys of the kingdom of heaven? I said, who's got the keys of the kingdom of heaven? Well, if you got the keys, glory to God, you might as well use them. I mean, if somebody handed you the keys to a brand new car tonight, would you just let them sit on the shelf and be grateful that you had them? Or would you use them? If you got the keys to a brand new house, Would you just say, thank God for that house over on such and such street that the Lord gave me? Or would you go ahead and take the keys and begin to open up the door and begin to walk around the living room? Walk around the foyer, see what see what's in the foyer. Then all of a sudden you're going to go in the living room, see, start planning out. Glory to God, how how your stuff would fit into that room. Amen. You would begin to explore the living room. Then you go and see what the kitchen holds and, and you check the cabinets of the kitchen. Come on. 
Then you go look and see how many bathrooms were in it. And if it's got the whirlpool tub or a stand-up shower, amen, with the rain, the rainfall head or come on, you know, if we, if we got keys to a house, we, I guarantee y'all be making a beeline out of here tonight to go explore that house and see what was in it. Come on. Don't sit there and act so innocent. No, I'd be praying and thanking God. No, you'd be checking out that house. Well, so much more. God's given us keys to a kingdom. Glory to God. Woo, think about this, people. Listen to this verse in a different way than you've listened to it before. Glory to God. The Lord has given you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, it says. Glory to God. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. We've got some things to explore about this that we haven't seen. Glory to God. we got some areas and some rooms, glory to God, of what it means that we have the keys to. Glory to God that we haven't experienced or haven't, haven't prayed in. Glory to God. There's some things, some authority that the church has not used. Glory to God. And he's looking. He's given us an invitation. He said, look, I've already bought and paid for the keys. I've given you the authority. I've given you the ability. I've made you who who I am to be. Glory to God. And you have the ability to pray and to speak and to declare and have the things that I've said you can have. I've given you the ability to go and do that. And he's just saying, come on, here's the keys. They're yours. Glory to God. And we, and it's up to us to begin to explore what that means and we have we've been praying thank god we've been praying amen there's some things thank god the church has been praying thank god there's been a move of prayer here and i know there's been other places as well but thank god we've been we've been moving with that and we didn't give up and we haven't haven't got sidetracked amen we uh prayer the prayer that we've been doing has been effective it's been making tremendous power available it's brought us to this place glory to god we got a pastor sitting here tonight praise god because of prayer amen because the church has been yielding to prayer amen there the prayer that we've been going out that has been going out has been effective amen it's been good glory to god but there is a call to come up higher. There's a call to see more. There's a call to experience more. Glory to God. And it's not just for brother and sister spiritual. He's just asking you to begin to take a step into the room, go into the house. Glory to God. To the place where you've gotten the keys to. Begin to just take a step. You know, don't get overwhelmed by the thought that there's so much to do. There's so much to experience. I don't know if you're like me, but sometimes, you know, you think about, man, I got to step up my prayer game and I got to, I got to get in the word and I got to do but the lord the lord said no 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 satisfy your heart today satisfy your heart today and what was 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 he meaning by that he's saying don't get all consumed about how much prayer and how much word and he said no i'm giving you things to look and go after but take the step of satisfying your heart today maybe that's 10 minutes of praying in the holy ghost and declaring some things maybe that's 15 minutes of of getting in the word and seeing what your authority looks like maybe that's maybe that's walking around your house and speaking some things that you've that you've put on the shelf for the last two or three years i don't know what that looks like but just satisfy your heart today begin to take like pastor said the next step begin to take the next step and then all of a sudden glory to god you will have begin to check out so many of the different rooms that belong to you glory to god and you'll begin to experience and to begin to enjoy the things that belong to you hallelujah god's saying come on come on doug what you've seen it ain't been nothing compared to what i want to show you Hallelujah. What you've seen is not anything compared to what I've got to show you. Amen. There's so much more. Every voice matters. Amen. Hallelujah. Let me get back over to my notes here. Hallelujah. 
Turn over to James chapter 5 and verse 16. Once again, we know these scriptures. I'm not saying anything that, that nobody's heard before. But like I said, it, it, these things keep coming up. There's, there's nothing new that, that God's going to have us do. He's just gonna, he just wants it to be alive to us and begin to go further in those things. Amen. It's not like he's going to say, all right, if y'all stand on your heads and bark like dogs and walk around the church on your hands, then my spirit will be able to move. No, the things that he's calling us to do are the things he's always been calling us to do. Amen. So praise God. Turn over to, uh, what did I say, James chapter 5. And um, let's see, verse uh, 16 through 18 it says confess your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed the effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much then it says elijah was a man with a like with a nature like ours that means he was just a man amen there was, you know, even the son of God, uh, uh, he was, he did everything he did as the son of man anointed by God. So that, so that we, we don't have any excuses. Well, I would pray more, but I'm just not. No, you don't have an excuse. Elijah was a man just like you or, 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 you know, uh, there's no difference. Amen. And none of your failures or your faults, uh, uh, excuse you from praying out the things that God's called you to pray out. None of those things uh, excuse you from being a prayer warrior. Amen. So uh, it says, Elijah was a man with a nature just like ours, and yet he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And yet he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. See, I like that just because it shows you if God was interested in, in, in moving in the natural realm, come on, in the natural and backing up a man, Elijah, notice that it didn't say Elijah was a prophet. They weren't, it, this verse is not emphasizing the fact that he's a prophet. It's emphasizing the fact that he's a man. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that good? God's not saying he's a, well, I'm not a prophet, so, you know. No, it says he was a man with a nature, a stinky nature just like you. Amen. And yet he humbled himself and prayed that it would not rain, and it didn't rain for three years and six months. And then yet he prayed again, and then the rain came. And then the rain came, and the earth produced its fruit. Now think about that in this day. Glory to God. We have the ability to humble ourselves and pray. Glory to God. Begin to yield ourselves to the spirit. Begin to come. You know, maybe Monday night is a stretch for you. Well, just stretch a little bit. Amen. Just and come and just sit here and, and, and yield to the flow of prayer. Glory to God. Begin to pray in the spirit. Begin to yield yourself to the anointing. Begin to speak out the things that God is, is putting on your heart to speak out. Begin to yield to who you, who you really are. Amen. You, can, you don't have to wait till Monday night prayer. You can get up in the morning. You can go to bed tonight. Hallelujah. You, you can begin to yield yourself. And if the Lord answered the prayers about the, a, natural, a natural rain and a natural earth producing its fruit, glory to God. How much more if a righteous man or a righteous woman who begins to yield themselves to the spirit of prayer, glory to God, and begins to yield themselves to the Holy Spirit and begins to pray and release the 
reign of God and release the reign of the anointing and release revival. Glory to God. And begin to pray that the Lord of the harvest would send out labors into the harvest, that the earth would begin to yield her fruit. Glory to God. Yield the harvest to believers. Amen. And that the fruit of God that we are waiting on, that he's waiting on, we begin to begin to come in. Hallelujah. That the harvest would come in. Amen. If a righteous man or a righteous woman begins to humble themselves and pray and speak out these things, glory to God. I tell you what, if one can cause a whole nation to not have rain, one, one, that means your voice matters. Your voice matters. It didn't say many. It said one. One can cause a nation to not have rain and then again to have rain. Think about the implications if you begin to yield yourself to who you really are and begin to pray and speak and use the authority. Begin to adorn yourself with the authority that belongs to you that Jesus bought and paid for, and you begin to speak over this community, there will be rain. I see a cloud the size of a man's hand. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Go ahead and prepare your chariots. Hallelujah. Because I see a cloud. Hallelujah. Begin to walk around your room. Begin to walk around this place. Begin to walk around your house. Begin to walk around your job. Hallelujah. And say, I see a cloud the size of a man's hand. Glory to God. I see the rain coming. I see the rain falling. I see, glory to God, the storm clouds blowing in. Hallelujah. I begin to see, glory to God, and begin to see and use your authority to go and bring in what God has been trying to do all along. Glory to God. He is moving. Hallelujah. And he's looking for some people who will yield themselves. And it doesn't matter what you think qualifies you or disqualifies you. If you will begin to yield yourself to him. Hallelujah. He will use you as a voice in this day. He will. He's looking to. Hallelujah. He's looking to. Hallelujah. What you see matters. What you see matters. So, so I, like I said, there's nothing new here. But what you say, what, you, what, what you're speaking, your voice matters. And what you're seeing matters. Elijah saw a cloud. He saw a cloud far off. And, and, and it didn't matter that his servant came back and said, yeah, I don't, I don't see anything. And then, and then he's like, go again. And he was praying, glory to God. Because he saw it before he saw it. He said, us go again. Yes, nothing, nothing's, nothing's there. Uh, I'm sure the servant was like, oh, geez. I have to go give him the bad news that there's no clouds out there, right? But, but he, he, he didn't give up. He didn't care that he wasn't seeing it, that, that the servant wasn't seeing it. He was seeing it for himself. Hallelujah. He was seeing it in, in the spirit and he was he was praying and saying, no, we're going to have rain. Amen. We're going to have what the Lord the Lord has said we're going to have. Amen. We will have revival. Like pastor said, I will have revival. Amen. I like this quote by uh, Martin Luther. Wasn't it Martin Luther that said it seems that God can do nothing unless somebody prays? John Wesley. OK, well, this by, it was by Martin Luther, who's also a neat guy. Um, <laughs> It says, prayer is not overcoming God's reluctance, but laying hold of his willingness. I like that. We're not praying. See, sometimes we, I think we get the idea that we're trying to get God to do something. Like we're trying to, hey, God, you know, we really could use revival here. No, God, God we're not twisting God's arm. We're just tapping into the willingness of his desires for us. 
When we pray, glory to God, it's allowing, like I said, he's limiting himself to the authority of man on earth. And so, so when we, when we begin to pray, we're not, we're not trying to talk God into anything. Amen. We're yielding to his spirit that's on the inside of us. Glory to God, beginning to speak out and declare what his will was all along. Amen. He, praise God. You know, I was, uh, I was just thanking God for, the Friday night service where the youth and the and the singles got up and ministered wasn't that awesome? That was such a great service, and I was just thanking God. You know, I was like, God, thank you so much for for what you're doing in us. I thank you, revivals here, and 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 I was just like, man, I appreciate it, Father, that you're doing so much. Driving home, and he said, Yeah, if you would have prayed more, it would have happened sooner. I'm like, oh. That doesn't bless me. No, he, it wasn't like a strong rebuke, but, but he, was say, he was just pointing me back to the fact that, and notice he didn't say if Pastor would have prayed more. He didn't say if Joby would have prayed more. You know, if Joby would have prayed more, this would have happened sooner. I've noticed that God doesn't like to really talk to you about what somebody else is doing. Amen. He wants to talk to you about what you're doing. He said if you would have prayed more. Well, that, 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 w- that was an, a chance to repent, number one. I said, oh, I'm sorry, Lord. I should have been on board sooner. But it was also an encouragement because that meant if I would have prayed more, that means my prayers would have made a difference and actually would have caused something to happen sooner than, than when it did happen. Amen. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that was guilty of not praying like I should for, for, for revival, you know. We were praying around Monday, Monday nights, but how many of you know there's been, a, there's been a call to do more than just come? come a, there's prayer that's bubbling up all the time now. There's a, yield, there's a yieldness that you can, you can yield yourself to begin to pray and to speak out things and, and to begin to declare things that, that, that the party has been started on Monday nights, praise God, and it kept it going, hallelujah. And the, the Lord was patient with us, but he's teaching us. He's beginning to make us make us a church that is full of prayer. Glory to God. That is big. That is full of uh, of yielding to the spirit and speaking out the things that belong to us. Amen. The things that belong to this day, the things that belong to this time, the things that belong to this community. We're not just here for for us that are that are in in these walls. Amen. The things that we're praying out is going to affect out from this place and begin to draw people in. It's going to affect people in the community. Glory to God. And, And I believe like what Pastor was saying out speaking this morning it's even even going to affect other churches glory to god god's looking for his whole body to get revived amen hallelujah and if he wants to use us praise god he can use us amen we'll go there glory to god we'll walk there we'll go with him amen we'll yield ourselves amen but we want the body across america we want the body across this community we want the body across the world to begin to catch fire like the holy spirit is catching us on fire hallelujah maybe there's some that are out ahead of us glory to god well the lord will reveal the things that we need to know and we'll catch up to glory to god but we want to be a, a body that is full of the spirit and the fire of the Holy Ghost and taking the land in prayer that belongs to us. Glory to God. There is land. There's places that belong to us and we must yield ourselves. Amen. Um, then my, my third and, and final point is everyone is a prayer warrior. Everyone is a prayer warrior. You know, uh, Mark mentioned this in, in his uh, exhortation during the offering that we're here on a mission. Our lives, our life, we have such uh, a, a short time. Even if you live to be 90 or 100 years old, you have such a short time to affect this earth for the kingdom of God. 
The Bible says our life is just a vapor. Here one day and gone the next. We have such a short time to begin to affect the kingdom. And, you know, uh, one of the things that Jesus said when he, they said, you know, teach us how to pray. And, and, you know, the church has gotten to, you know, at large, then we just repeat this prayer that Jesus taught. I don't, you know, that's not the way it's supposed to be. But one of the things that Jesus was teaching us in that prayer, he said, he said as it is in heaven, so be it on earth. Your kingdom come, your will be done. And, and so when, we're, when we begin to speak those things out, when we begin to pray those things out, what happens? It brings heaven. It brings the kingdom of heaven down here on earth. It affects this earth for the kingdom of God. It allows your life. Prayer is such an awesome opportunity to make your life matter. To make your life matter for the kingdom of God. I believe there will be people that begin to yield themselves in prayer. And, and begin to yield themselves to speak the things out that belong to this time period. That belong to this kingdom. That when, we get, when this thing wraps up and we get to the, to, to the throne and they're passing out rewards. There will be people in this congregation that rewards will go to and say, If it hadn't been for this person, glory to God, the, the revival wouldn't have happened. But you prayed. You spoke out. You stood your place. And then, and then the, you know, you say, well, what about the guy who was up, you know, leading the revival? The guy who prays will be getting the same reward for, as the guy who, who's up leading the revival. The people who are speaking and praying and declaring the things out in the spirit that belong to this time, they're the very ones that will provide the platform in the spirit for those people to do the job that they're called to do. This thing is all tied together. Amen. We, we have a chance to begin to make, to lay our lives down and make our lives matter in the spirit. We have a chance. The, the call of God that, that is going with this revival is a chance to begin to yield ourselves in a way we've never yielded ourselves and begin to see this, this thing happen at an accelerated rate. It can, go, it, can, it can be as quick as we want it to be. It can, be, it can come as full and as powerful as we want it to be. All, all God's saying is use your authority. Use your authority. Begin to adorn yourself with the authority that belongs to you. Begin to adorn yourself with that which I've created for you to use. And begin to, to make it part of who you are. Glory to God. You have the authority. You, what, you, what you say, your voice matters. What you're seeing matters. And you are a prayer warrior. You are. Amen. Let's just stand up real quick. Wrap up here. I'm going long enough. Travis, if you, you could come up. I just, I just wanted to, as we wrap up here, just to take a few minutes to pray. Is that all right, Pastor, if we take a few minutes to pray? Um, and just begin to, to yield ourselves to the Spirit. You know, God doesn't, doesn't, doesn't do things like this morning, and, and He doesn't call us up higher in areas just so that we can say, yeah, we need, we need to go up higher. He always wants to back that up with His grace. Amen. He always wants to back that up with the anointing. He always wants to back that up. So I just believe tonight... Maybe you've had a hard time praying. Maybe prayer has been something that's not been re- very real to you. Maybe it's something that's not been that, that, that ex- exciting or explosive to you. And you're like, everybody's talking about prayer. Everyone's talking about Monday night prayer. And, and I just don't get it, you know. But God wants to make it alive to you tonight. He wants to make that alive to you. He wants to begin to birth something in you that, that will, will begin to, to develop into something that, that will cause you to just go to another level. I'm telling you what, prayer can be as exciting as you want it to be. 
It's exciting. Amen. The, the things that God's doing in prayer, I mean, I tell you what, it's exciting. There's awesome things to see. There's awesome things to pray out. There's awesome things to be a part of. If you just yield yourself. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.